question your heart. See what you have done and what you have been yearning for. This is something that St. Augustine, who is a Sumora, said one day as he was preaching to his people. Question, yes, ask questions, but go deep. Question your heart. Go deep and see what you have been yearning for. The problem we could say today is not really lack of questions. If anything, we ask too many questions and we have too much information about so many things that we end up asking more and more questions. Our curiosity for all sorts of things, important and non-important, has increased. We want to know. And we have the illusion that knowing all these things will give us some control. What is sometimes missing is going deeper and questioning our heart, being able to actually know what we're yearning for. Today the Lord asks the most important question. And to truly respond, we must question our heart. Who do you say that I am? Now, if we take that question seriously, not just as a useless rhetorical question, if we think about this, if we question our heart, then we realize that Jesus might mean different things to different people. For some, Jesus is mainly an idea or an ideal, a romantic vision of what humanity could be, but not a real person. For others, Jesus is mainly a memory, someone from the past who said and did very important things. So a memory that brings motivation for us to be good. But that's not enough. So Jesus comes today, right now, and asks each one of us, but who do you say that I am? Now we, and by we I mean actually each one of us who are here in this church right now, we know the correct answer. And we should be grateful for that. We know that Jesus is, as Peter said, the Christ. That Jesus is the second person of the Most Holy Trinity, who became man, true God and true man. And it really is a blessing to know that many people don't. But then Jesus says, very well, but who do you say that I am? One way to understand the question so that we realize that it is not a useless one, but a very important one for us, so we take it seriously, is to understand it not so much in terms of a definition, but in terms of relationship. Who is this person for you? Imagine that you're looking at photos. You have a box with photos or on your phone, old photos, whatever old means. But you're looking at old photos with some friends. And then you find this one with your best friend, say, from college, 10 years ago, 20 or 3. But you haven't spoken to this best friend in that time. So someone next to you asks, well, who is this person? And right away, you might say, well, my best friend. 
But then if you think about that a little bit more, if you question your heart, you might wonder, well, can I be best friends with someone who in reality is not a part of my life? Now, there are good memories of that person for sure. There is the idea of that beautiful friendship that you share. But who is that person for you now? So Jesus comes and asks, not about 10 years ago, not about 3 or 20 years ago, but right now today, who do you say that I am? And because the Lord is asking this question in such a personal way, then it can only be answered in a very personal way. It's not about Jesus is, but you are in the second person. It is not a definition, but a relationship. The answer has to be deeply personal, but not individual, private. Each one here responds, but we do it together, very much like we will do in just a few minutes when as every Sunday we will profess the creed. We together say, I believe. So today, right now, through the church, the Lord is asking again this very personal question. Who do you say that I am? And along with a right doctrine, which we are blessed to know, we must be truly open to being questioned by Christ, to having a conversation, hopefully an encounter with Him, and so to question our hearts. Because amid so many questions that we all have, some which are truly important and some very hard, to think about this decisive question, to think about Christ again, and not to assume that we know it, that we know the answer, is something that can bring us peace. Because the world is such a mess, because there are so many things that make no sense, at least to us, it is good to come to this core, to this rock. Because as Pope Benedict once said, there will be moments when in all kinds of gloom, faith falls back into the simple, yes, I believe in you, Jesus of Nazareth. Who knows, perhaps this is a time in history in which the main thing that we have to do is to cling firmly to this simple, very simple, yes, I believe in you because you are the Christ, you are the Lord. If this very simple core belief is firm, then we can move ahead, we can move forward, as Neiman said, and maybe encircling gloom, because we will be led by that kindly light of knowing, of really knowing who Jesus is for us, because we have placed all our trust in him. So today, right now, each one of us in the most personal way and together as a community, let us renew our faith in Christ. As a consequence of that, in the upcoming weeks, we will be talking about small groups, about outreach events, but all of that only makes sense 
if we really know who Jesus is for us. And for that, to answer that question he's asking right now, we must question our heart and see what we've been yearning for.